AKA Radio. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another charming and enchanting issue of Krakoa Radio. It is me, the Dowager Table Knight, the Sodom Supreme, yours truly, Jux X Henry, with his fellow and very beautiful co-host, Stephen Underwood, the Black Word, the scribe. Stephen. Hello, hello, hello. It's the scribe of Table Dust, keeper of the library, the records, and every written word, bestower of titles and giver of power. Um, thank you for stopping by, and we hope you're having a beautiful, wonderful week because we had one ourselves. Love you. Also, the very beautiful as well, the very spectacular, the very awesome, the very... <sighs> the light-skinned king of light-skinned kings. The Lord of Chiggers. <laughs> our, 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 our liver litigator. Our, <laughs> I'm so glad this show was not recorded. We're not, we're not <laughs> on the show because what just happened a second ago, no one saw what happened because you guys would never see. But, you know, Vante, our regent, Oh, Vontae, our region is living a very full life, and you know, mm-hmm. Vontae's on you. What's up? What's up? What's up? It is Vontae, region of table day, master of the weather, and chiggers that I'm never gonna be able to live down. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, happy Sunday. Hope everything's good with y'all and. Have a good show. And finally, our very beautiful, very handsome, very endearing, um, our top of the hour, the man himself, Big Poppy, Showtime. Was Was that a moan? Well, welcome one, welcome all. <laughs> welcome one, welcome all. Um, I'm here, I'm queer, um, and I'm still a nigga. So, you know. We are, um, yeah. And today we are going to be, rec- we're going to be reviewing Dark X-Men number three, Deadpool number three, and Immortal X-Men number ten. First up is our charming Merc with the Mouth, Deadpool. Um, of course, Bonte has abstained from reading because Bonte chose Jack Daniels over reading books. This alcoholic narrative y'all bitches doing, I'm tired of it. <laughs> I'm sorry. For is local. it a narrative or is it the truth? For um, it's an occasional truth. Steven, because last episode, remember when he was drinking on on air with us that time? That okay, was last and, and I got, yeah, it was, and I got hot cocoa now. So what are we talking about? Oh, look at Doctor Heavenly. Look at the CEO. Go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> y'all go on here with y'all skulls. I give it an eight. Give it a cute seven. I give it an eight. I'll say, I'll say a while later. I just feel like 
Deadpool gets Seinfeld energy, which is like, you know, it's a show about nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, Deadpool is a comic about nothing. And something about that as a writer is the antithesis of anything I want to be participating in. <laughs> but it's not bad. The writing and the dialogue is cool. The moments are cool. The art is beautiful. Um, there's nothing intrinsically wrong with it other than it lacks a narrative. I think him shading the Twilight series and shading Renesmee was the best <laughs> was mm-hmm. the part of the book. I think it was like, it's going like, to like, Renesmee me. And I was like, Renesmee, I was like, oh, y'all, y'all are wrong for that. I didn't even know what that is was. Old girl, so I had to look it up. Yeah, she is. The girl with the, the needle fingers. With the acrylics? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love her. She's so cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the thing, the thing that I'm confused about from a reader, because I don't know much about the Spider-Man universe, but I remember um, Dr. Octopus being this superior or the spectacular or the something Spider-Man for a while. Superior Spider-Man. Superior Spider-Man was right. Being a superior Spider-Man for a while. And, you know, like I thought he like turned over a new leaf. After he got back to his body, is he back to being evil again? I'm just confused. So he was the superior Spider-Man and was, like, attempting to be anti-heroic. Um, right. Then Peter came back uh, in his own body. And then uh, Octopus, um, uh, Otto Octavius put his mind in a clone body of Peter. Then he was the superior octopus or something like that for a little bit. And then somehow, some way, he and that clone body died, and he had to go back into his original body. And then when he got put back in his original body, he became an anti-villain temporarily, but now he's back to being a villain full-time. That whole fight scene was anti-Black. That's all I want to say. Um, the white man gets thrown through a table, but the Black man gets turned into macabre or eldritch beast. That's not okay to me, Hero. Um, you need to have some racial sensitivity classes honestly um there was nothing that prompted that we're just trying to protect his homie this is um i mean it's not a terrible book i like the art um i like that i like what's with mark harwer harwer i hate that word um but i like her as a villain she ties in well with the horticulture folks and i like her She's like, oh, I'm going to say something fucked up. She's like what Poison Ivy thinks she is sometimes. Yes. But she also gives like high evolutionary tease without being like unnecessary. Right. Like like if she was like in Kingdom Come, she would be like a progeny of, 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 of Poison Ivy. Mm. Yes. Tapped into the red rather than into the green. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, li- I like mm-hmm. I think her power is literally what Wanda Beast's power is in DC, isn't I it? I think so. But Wanda Beast has the power to like combine animal DNA uh, to create new chimeras to solve any situation. It's, it's utterly bullshit. It just makes good for good cartoon uh, violence. I will also point out this really interesting thing that I'm in blue lighting right now, um, killing it, and Showtime's in red, just to show that the, the dichotomy between us as characters. I'm the red only. 
like penance. That's cute for you. Um, I love that you're associated with aggression and um, violence, and you're also Jamaican. So interesting. It's on brand. Um, but yeah, there's never, there's never really that much we talk about in a Deadpool comic. I think I like the Adelaide subplot. I like seeing Lord Deathstrike and Lady Deathstrike in rooms together and just going, you're not me, to each other. Even though Lord Deathstrike confuses me. I don't know what he's, his whole thing is. That is that her brother? Yeah. I think yeah. so. I'm not a Weapon X girl, so I don't know. I don't think he is either. No, I think Lord Deathstrike book, literally they send, exists. They sent siblings. They sent the book they were siblings. But I don't think he's like a Weapon X thing. I think he literally only exists to be an, an enemy to Deadpool because they couldn't keep using Lady Deathstrike. And also for him to counter Laura. I guess, child. Weapon X in general disinterests me entirely. I don't be caring. It's the most anti-mutant mutant storyline. For them to have all them damn mutants in there. Because it doesn't even have the sinister aspect of like, oh, we're talking about racialized genetic testing and shit like that. No, it's just, we're trying to recreate um, Steve Rogers and keep failing. That's all it is. Over and over and over and over again. Whatever. I think the Ultimate Universe had a better, better version of Weapon X where, yeah, they were trying to recreate Steve Rogers and they accidentally made mutants. That's a better storyline. I don't like it because I don't like the implication that being a mutant is something made in a factory. Yeah. But I, I'll allow it. You know? kinda. It kind of does. You can't have mutants be a unnatural byproduct of scientific engineering. Um, it just doesn't fit into the narrative very well. But I'm in the alternate universe. But it did work for that universe. Uh, we're superheroes first, and this is a realistic look of what superheroes would be like. In that same alternate universe, the symbiotes were also an experiment. And then Thor's hammer was just technology. It was too much. And all the sorcerers were basically dead. There was no sorcerers in that storyline. I'm glad it's over. Didn't Doctor Strange die stupidly in that universe? I didn't read enough of it to know. There's two. There's, the Maker and Miles. There's three the saving graces from the Ultimate Universe: Miles Morales, Evil Reed Richards, mm-hmm. and Sam Wilson being a genius. That's it. Yeah. Maybe gay Colossus. Maybe gay Colossus. Colossus isn't gay in the six one six. Or bi. Sorry. He's sorry. bisexual in this universe. No bi. He's bi. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. His OnlyFans clearly has him playing with toys. In fact, he's a buy bottom. He bottoms for everyone he's with. Hmm. I love that for him. He's getting pegged by that uh, water girl. Love that for him. That's dead, man. Yeah. Water play? Go love crazy. It. Love that. We can strap out of hydrokinesis. That's, that's the next frontier, you know? Talk about gushy and what? <laughs> Um, but any other comments about nope. Deadpool? <laughs> nope. Okay. Next docket. Dark Web X-Men number three. The girls are fighting. Literally. Mm. I, I give it a nine. nine. I give it a nine. 
What was your score, Henry? A nine. I give it a ten. I think, well, justify it. Showtime, why a 10? Tell us, baby. Because it sort of squares the circle for Maddie in that her biggest complaint was that, like, y'all don't see me as a person. I don't get to experience the things that, like, y'all would let people experience. And allowing her to be able to experience raising the child she literally gestated for nine fucking months and gave birth to instead of the person that she was cloned from, allowing her to experience those things was like, it It closed the loop for me um, on Maddie. And I just love mm-hmm. Maddie as a, as a character in general. It also canonically made her an Omega-level mutant. So now mm-hmm. we can put her on the Great Ring. But they also said there's only one Jean Grey. There's a difference. <laughs> they made sure she's Omega, but she's not Jean. I think that's an important conversation to the Omega level uh, discourse. She uses her power differently than does, and that's the difference between the two of them. Like, power level, like, fucking Exodus and Gene are probably pretty similar. Um, Similar wavelengths, similar levels. But he will never be in Gene Grey when it comes to being a manipulative bitch. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Something about the red hair, it just makes Clepity go better. she's running on a better system forge being creative realizing they're not attacking krakoa hold please krakoa come with me (laughs) (laughs) so they're not attacking the building i did respect also that they really emphasized that i gave birth alone in a kitchen bathroom on the floor I like, that's like you, the way they censored that i'm like that's come on, had a baby. so that i was Tupac wrote that song about maddie Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it gives and then threw down and threw down the trash chute yes she did for why she was pissed off in Inferno in the first place yeah, yeah I mean I, she was like I went through shit I could have died in that bathroom giving birth I had no help no technology it was like a mutant birth I could have gave birth to a radiating ball of energy and she basically did I could have got Thrinity. I could have got Thrinity. Y'all took the baby from me, raised Mm -hmm. the motherfucker with the nigga, with the bitch that I was cloned from, that y'all told me that I'm not a real fucking person, then took that motherfucker away from me thousands of years into the future, so I couldn't even raise the child I gave birth to. No, I'm still still trying to run from Sinister and his fucking dudes because they trying to erase any sign that I even existed. So... I have multiple traumas going on and y'all try to treat me like I'm not a real person. <laughs> and let's be clear, the X-Men broke the law. You legally can't do that shit. <laughs> you legally cannot do this shit. This is not okay. And I like that you, you kidnapped the child. You did not take her to family court. You did not file for sole custody. Y'all said that she was crazy and that that's why y'all did it. But she hasn't been legally committed. The, there was no evaluation. Even then, she still has rights. And I really liked that Jean just said, look, look here, Maddie. Look, look, I ain't trying to have no beef with you. I can just give this to you. It takes nothing from me to give you the, the, um, the emotional empathy of having raised the child you just dated. 
Meanwhile, Peter Parker is like, I ain't giving you shit. I'd rather be dead in the ground and give you any goddamn <laughs> Peter Parker really is in his eight shit era. <laughs> I love that there was almost zero um, Firestar. She had a cameo in the very last panel. I think she flew. <laughs> I think that's it. She flew for a bit. That's all that's she all. needs to do. That's all Sunfire had to do. Mm-hmm. Havoc and Cyclops. Give sickening look and fly around. I'm going to say this. They better recall Drag Race to X-Men Boat next time because what would y'all put Firestar on the team for? So she can argue with the hell ends? Child. She, she's done literally nothing. It's better than Michael Max. Y'all see Michael Max on the uh, the Captain Britain pre, uh, pre- previews? I, on that fake Ricky Gervais show? Just going, yeah, I just think if you're going to be a mutant for Britain, you should just be in Britain. Who can trust a British a Captain Britain who goes around gallivanting for mutant rights? It is the fakest shit ever. Because, like, weren't you campaigning to be on the X-Men? It's giving our... um, Havoc and the M-word speech, like, a lot. Keep it. I'm like, this is doing a good job of redeeming Firestar. She's like, she's not Marco Max. And that's not a big statement, but she's also not Fenris. <laughs> that bar is, both those bars are in hell. What? <laughs> yes, those bars are in hell. And yet, we don't kick them enough. We don't. We need to kick them more. If we focus all our time on fighting Mutant K. Michelle, right? <laughs> We don't spend enough time going after the people who really matter. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I can imagine. I can imagine Candace <laughs> being a mutant. Um, I did enjoy the fight. I did. There was a homage in it to a really classic uh, Jean Grey moment when she ripped out when she ripped Polaris in half. Um, iconic. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad happened. Um, I love Maggie just sitting there watching them fight and just going, "They needed this." <laughs> And I'm glad Maddie having girl back. thing with Maddie and staying in limbo with her. Put her on the great ring. How are we liking Magic's new costume? Uh, what did you say, baby? Put Maddie on the great ring. Um, I truly agree. I think... I know it's going to happen in X-Force. They're going to look at Hank and go, yeah, we gave you impunity with all your actions, but that means legally you cannot sit on any government institution ever. <laughs> like, for you to be on the Great Ring, uh, not the Great Ring, for you to be on the Quiet Council, you would need to act in the limelight, and every action you've ever done needs to be reviewed and understood. We cannot afford that. And I think it's especially iconic that if Charles Xavier <laughs> says it knowing what we're going to discuss later because it's cute and funny and one final fuck you to Hank McCoy <laughs> but but Matt I think Maddie should be on not on the great ring I didn't clock that they said that like she would be perfect for Arako and she would fit in on Arako which is what everyone has said so far um but I think that in terms of the magic users that the great the quiet council needs I would say Maddie perfectly replaces Sinister. But also covers up their weakness. Uh, my vote is always for Celine. Like she understands the perspective of the cloning issues. I think 
I think it's fair. And plus, you also, this is fucked up to say, but you also get a kind of version of Jean Grey on the council. There is only one Jean Grey. There's only one Jean Grey. There's only one Jean Grey. But there's only one Madeline Pryor. Uh, my vote is always going to be for Celine. If you need a magic user, I, Celine is right there. She's unstable. The bitch is crazy, okay? This is not like Madeline Pryor crazy. The bitch is fucking You have Charles Xavier, Mystique, and Destiny, and Sebastian Shaw. Please. He summoned a demon as a temper tantrum. <laughs> Destiny I mean, was going to burn down the I don't, entire island. I'm sorry. Mystique was going to burn down the entire island. Imagine what happens if she loses a vote. I mean, but it did kind of like prove her point, though. They have like no protection or anything for magic. Margot popped up on their ass and took out all the fucking mutants all at once. He didn't just have a basic grimoire. She she pulled out the full trick. <laughs> so you see this? It's called ecocentric sorcery. I don't know nothing about that shit. <laughs> Y'all know nothing about this path, baby. You're newbies. I waited until my birthday, my magical birthday, to come at you bitches, and I did it. I mean, she was basically she did pop up. She basically pulled a Nicki Minaj. You need sorceresses like me. Like, look at it. I mean, but is Celine Galileo truly the baddest witch in the game? She taught Madeline. Yeah, the magic taught her better. (laughs) Celine has never go toe to toe with Doctor Strange because she knows better. She doesn't have to. It's like she's like. You know the levels of, of sorcerer in the in the Marvel universe. I think, you know, she, I almost said something. I think she sees eye to eye. It's like shaman. You know, shaman and her. Oh, they can tussle. And then the next bar up is kind of brother voodoo. Now you're getting to like the Supremes sections, and I don't think she quite. <laughs> I think she would struggle against brother voodoo against the actual source of Supreme. I don't think she stands a chance. She's not Salome. I guess Morgan Le Fay, I don't think Celine. I don't think Celine got it. Got it to go toe to toe with a Morgan oh, Le Fay. Oh, yes, Miss Mama does. Morgan Le Fay is like a god class sorcerer. She's not like a she's not like a fucking chump. And Celine and is old as Celine, Yeah, and Celine's old as I'm definitely I'm sure she can handle that. She's ancient. I think Morgan and her did some spells. You know, they were in Coven together for a little bit, but then like, you know. They both divas. They can't be in a room together for too long. You know, it, it's very much Aretha Franklin and Patti LaBelle. And we know which one's Aretha. Her name is Celine Gallio. It, it, I don't think she magically sees Morgan eye to eye. I don't think. <laughs> Morgan was very powerful. She's a very powerful sorceress. She she, she got it. She's also favored by Oster. I'm not going to give it to her. <laughs> With time, maybe I'll give it to her. Um, but I don't think Celine is the perfect replacement. Because what what cloning thing does she does? What how does she adequately compensate for Sinister's um Sinister's personality traits? 
every clone. She's every evil. Person, I think she better replace Mystique. Every cloning person in Marvel is evil. Sinister, Beast, yeah. Moira, uh, Kavita Rao, uh, High Evolutionary, Astra, like all of them. Or all villains. Yeah. But she's a predator and she's it's not that she's selfish that's the issue. It's that she's violently vindictive. It's like saying it's like asking Roger from American Dad to lead a government. That sounds lit actually. Mm-hmm. He did that. It'll be fun time. It'll be hilarious. There's gonna be opium in the water supply. Like you don't let chaos witches take control of things. There's a reason why Scarlet Witch can't lead a team. I don't don't know who the Great Pretender was going to lead. You know, maybe she thought, I'll be the hit mistress of the Strange Academy. No, you will not. No, you will not. Jericho Drum. You can't teach nobody nothing. I'll have magic in her goddamn combat having demons substitute teach before I ever ask you. Wanda, it's not that you're unstable, it's that you are unpredictable. You this we'll let you run your own little shop. I don't think um I don't think we're gonna let you lead people. We'll give you you can make if you want to be a teacher, why don't you make a whole reality where you're the teacher, you know, of some fake children? She can hang out with Moon Knight. Oh, her and Moon Knight, they can go and party, you know. A Thunderbolts team. Oh, oh, Wanda, if you want to lead something, we'll put you in charge of the Thunderbolts. That way, if they die, no one cares. Um, but yeah, great all around issue. I'm happy Havoc admitted that he's leaving the team. Um, I'm happy he says in therapy. I'm also happy the puppies were spared. (laughs) Can you hang out with Gambit's cats? Exactly. That puppy bit was the funniest <laughs> thing. So why are you doing the dog? <laughs> so she didn't manifest puppy. I was, which is even worse. I want Sight to walk up there and go, I knew you were on serious when you dangled puppies in front of my face, girl. Like, <laughs> like they need to use that as a pun in another comic somewhere. Like, girl, you dangle puppies. She was just doing shit. She was at the bottom of her barrel, just doing shit. <laughs> Girl, you dangle puppies in front of people's face. You, you are not saying shit. <laughs> it says, Maddie, you want to be evil, but you're taking your medication. You know this is not you at your natural state. <laughs> like, she was deeply unserious. It's <laughs> <laughs> so deeply unserious. She was like, that kind of, like, Magic was like, I haven't been scared. That contract was good. <laughs> Magic was like, she girl, cannot she physically hurt Krakoa anyway. So, like, what are we doing? <laughs> hey, Maddie, Maddie, have a seat. <laughs> What's going on, girl? How you feeling? <laughs> That's a one on one. This whole this whole arc is just her one on one with Magic. That's it. <laughs> I still miss her boob wind, her boob, her boob crop top, the under boob. I do the under boob mm-hmm. and the tit. It was a it was a it was a um, iconic look. Iconic. That's mm-hmm. the issue. I like her new look. I don't get me wrong, but the under boob was just whew. the under tit just had the that Jenny C. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very Mortal Kombat. Very Mortal Kombat. Very chic. I 
feel like it was a good like a that sweater was like a velour maybe or a cashmere. It was a cashmere sweater because you know she was a, she was a pilot beforehand. You know she had mm-hmm. money. She knew what she was doing. I hope she changes her hair color. Mm. What hair color? I don't think like a harsh red tone. I think she go with a purple. Then she gonna look like Betsy and Connor. She can't do green because she looks like Polaris. A brunette. Just do a different color red. She can't do blonde. Oh, she goes blonde. It would piss Jean off. <laughs> Let's do a different color red, like a yeah. like a lighter red. Is she do? Is she gonna do a bob? I think a bob cut. Then she'll look like fucking um, the flying microwave. I mean, people are so attached to that red and saying, oh, she can't change because she looks like she already looks like Mary Jane Watson. Give her a make her a brunette. Give her one of those high up ponytails. A high pony. No, that's the look. She just she needs a high ponytail. That's how she wins. There someone's breaking into a car outside. I'm so sorry, listeners. Um, Better than us listening to your roommate have sex. Listen, 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 listen. Listen, 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 listen. <laughs> Leave my people alone. <laughs> All right, that's not, that's not, that's not, that's 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 the that's that's the byproduct of living with people. Listeners, okay? um, Stephen is currently staying in a brothel where he pays an hourly rate for the room that he's in. So you know, the background noise is fucking. Yeah, I'm currently thousands of dollars in debt. Someone knocked on the door named Jimmy asked me where the money is. Um, I don't know if he knows that he's not getting it. Mm-hmm. You know, they have a place like that in D.C. or South Dakota Avenue that you can play hourly rate to go and fucking. And the thing that the crazy part is when you see it, everybody's seen it. If you drove down South Dakota Avenue, it's like when you get off the exit at 50 before you go to, like, New York Avenue. Okay. Um, I need to, like... The Mortal X, man. Everybody's seen this big-ass house and people are always on the... No, no. It's, like, in an actual, like, house. A big-ass, country-ass house. Like, But I don't know who told me about it before I left D.C., but I went to go fucking, and they basically pay hourly rate. You can fuck. So, like, when you went there, a lot of prostitutes had their jobs there. And it's like, it's like $30 an hour or some bullshit. It was, oh, I can't remember it was cheaper. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was very interesting. I, it, my, me and my girlfriend would call it the flop house because we, like, because I was telling I was like, yeah, I was like, fuck this dude, like, in this thing. Like it was like it was like this house. I like, had like a whole bunch of rooms. It was really giving Lackawanna blues. It was really crazy. It's a big house like that. It was big as shit. Mm-hmm. I gotta find it. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Google World and look like and physically walk my drive myself down the street. And it was at the Cuffin House. <laughs> at the Cuffin House for American Horror Story. You know, DC and didn't even know it. A whole lot of that area. Uh, yeah, I've been in that area in a really long time. So I don't know if it like if it still exists or exists in that capacity still. Um, but I I should really. How many of the seven wonders did you pass when sh- you were there? Henry? I should be a, a messy bitch. On you transcended world. I, I know to, you like, can do like, that. Photo, like, have y'all fucked here before? It's just me. If I fall into the matrix, I don't want to fuck the displacement for. 
<laughs> Henry fucked in the Sanctum Santorum. It only appeared to him because right. he was in the Carmitage the whole time. The Tower of Fate, like shit. You the only one with the key. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, um, um, Nightcrawler's little uh, castle and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At Wonder Horror Mountain. <laughs> Immortal X Immortal X Man. We don't have we don't have to bore y'all. This is tens of Judges. Your this score is ten of ten. Ten of Ten of All right. I love I love I was talking about this with my roommate because I was explaining the intricacies of this this book here in that Xavier is the most reliable, unreliable narrator possible because everything he's saying, you know, you can already feel someone on Twitter going like, yeah, that's why this is wrong. It's like, no, baby, baby, everything he's saying is wrong. <laughs> everything he's saying is wrong up until he does self-reflection. It's like he's in therapy and he's projecting onto everyone else for half the book. And then he talks about looking into the mirror and he goes, I think people are violent. I think mutants are more violent in truth because I'm violent and I don't want to admit it to myself. Um, he says, saying, like, if I had their powers, um, I would do this, or I'm actually tempted to do this all the time, but I've turned myself into a martyr um, so that I can justify not doing anything that would interrupt my privilege. Because the one thing he interceded on directly impacted him and his legacy. It's not that it's not a good thing. It's a thing that he should actually do more often. Quick, quick question though: Was Gene not available to do the heavy lifting of the putting them back? He literally just said, "Get someone else the fuck to do it." So they grabbed three, four cuckoos. Mm-hmm. I like to imagine this is happening while they're in the dark web, so they're in limbo right um, now. Okay, that's fair. Okay, okay, okay. Because Emma's dead, Exodus died, Hope uh, is dead, Charles is dead. I really enjoy that they brought Mimic up and realized that he was going to be utterly useless. <laughs> and was like, sync, let's, let's go ahead and have you sync with Hope real quick. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe Mimic truthfully, fully duplicates people's powers. <laughs> And not in a way that he fully understands what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> and so I like the insecurity that is built into him when, he's, when he has to emulate anyone else. Um, whereas Sink is like, if I dupe Hope, I'm doing this shit better than she ever could. <laughs> yeah, I really appreciate the Sink agenda that uh, the Hickman era has been on by like really pushing Sink to the front as much as they possibly can. I think it's just them apologizing for the fact that their first black true team leader and mutant was slaughtered <laughs> violently in the end of Generation X. And his legacy was cut short because his Wikipedia page, I remember when I found out about Sink as a character, his Wikipedia page was so disappointing because he said, oh, he potentially had the power to dupe any power in the world that he wanted to um, from wherever he was, like globally. Um, and no one really did anything about that because he's dead now. And I'm like, they're never going to resurrect him. Like the whole sync agenda and the, his, his whole uh, his whole cerebral episode is like basically just the remorse that people felt when Sync died and like his potential not being reached ever. 
And then now we have a chance for him to actually actualize the shit that he can do. Now, this is where Sinister fucked up, or they fucked up about Sinister, because resurrecting niggas is how Sinister is getting in their heads. It just felt so easy, because I, I felt like his whole plan in this was bad. I was like, nothing about this feels like you didn't... Like, how did you not realize that they would have contingencies? And I think that's the danger was about to happen, is that this was just, like, he, he presented his queen as if he was surrendering. But in reality, he was just setting it up so that he can do every nefarious thing that he's been plotting to do in the first place. He was like, I'm going to intercede and take over these specific members of the council. I'm going to identify the contingencies and see what they can do without me. I'm going to eliminate them, and then I'm going to take over this entire mutant empire. Mm-hmm. Sink is in danger, child. <laughs> Everybody that he's re- that they've resurrected with Sinister's uh, DNA uh, cache probably has their DNA slightly altered in a way that like nobody recognized or realized, so that Sinister can just always come back in their heads, like he did when he did that to Charles uh, Kane Marco, I think, and a couple other people back when. He did that with the Black Moon Project, which needs to be brought back around. Yeah, he's just trans. Like, do you think he's just transferring his consciousness, or do you think he actively cloned himself into Charles Xavier? I think he's transferring his consciousness. Because otherwise, the cloning would not. And that explains why he said what he said about um, Storm. He said just distract her because he she never resurrected. She's never died. Yeah. She's never had to resurrect. I think this is going to turn into a war between the the truly immortal X Men and the resurrected. Yeah, so is, is that going to be because immortal X Men is like a title in your sense of sinister? Do we think that's what that's going to be based about? Based on and transferring his consciousness into all of the council. I think so because who's been resurrected? You so just got to distract Storm because she's going to be a fucking problem. <laughs> <clears throat> Everybody's been resurrected. Emma, Kate, uh, Sebastian have all been resurrected. Mystique, Exodus, and um, well, Sinister is himself. Destiny and Charles, Hope. Has Colossus died? No, no. Mm-hmm. But he's under control with uh, Mikhail. That's okay, so. Nightcrawler died. Yeah, he died. I want to say Kate might have an asterisk next to her if she can even be controlled because I think her being out of sync when her DNA went through, it can justifiably mean that she something happened. I think something happened when she resurrected herself, when she went through the resurrection process. Because if everything is saying that she deactivates or interferes with Krakoan technology, as well as like um ordinary technology that means that this her resurrection will always be troubled and i don't think i don't think sinister was able to get through with that i also think about who was resurrected when he was not providing the dna samples because he was out of town no he's uh, his dna samples are are always available to them but that so, this issue that 
they are slowly but surely as they resurrect more people just collecting the DNA themselves from the resurrection, the resurrected folks. Like who else is, is everyone on the council except for Celine? The externals, I believe, would probably be immune to it. Apocalypse is off on AMF right now. Apocalypse is off on a different thing, but I think Apocalypse resurrected through the resurrection protocols once. Quantum resurrected. There's a lot of people. Everyone has gone through resurrection because they were using it so flippantly. Well, everybody came. Legion is the only one who might also be an asterisk next to his name and explains what happened. Legion X makes sense now. Well, hopefully. He was trying to take Legion off the goddamn map. <laughs> Once everybody decided that they were going to jump this Sinister, issue. girl. <laughs> the X-Men and the Quiet Council were like, girl. I didn't see anyone tweeting this time. I didn't see anyone making tweets this time about jumping someone. The X Men always jump people. As if it's not something that you just do in the X Men. You jump. You don't fight no, fair. Ever. There's no one on ones except in um, the Circle Perilous. That's it. Yeah, they they definitely jumped the fuck out of fucking um, Sinister. That shit was like. I think I mean that's always the thing that I kind of like. Sadly, is that like mm-hmm. when they when they all agree, whoever's in the room for agreement. They all like we all gonna fight together, and it was weird seeing, not weird, but like it was great seeing the council like, oh, we fighting too, like oh this, is <laughs> like it's like let's get Todrick Hall. That's how all the communities are right now. <laughs> it was like literally like if Sinister was Todrick Hall, that was the gays, the, the straight allies, the trans community, uh, the non-binary community, the bisexuals, the lesbians. Everybody was like, let's just get them, like. We've had enough. You have embarrassed us enough. We should let you speak. We're like, okay, girl, we're out actually because we see that this is about to be some fuckery. I just realized the only person who wasn't resurrected, Doug. Oh, Doug. Doug Ramsey wasn't resurrected. But Doug. And he's also spying on everyone. Except he can't right now. Yeah, because he's severed the the, Nimrod, is severed the connect between him and Warlock and Krakoa. I don't know. I think it's still intact. I don't know when the timeline of that is actually going yeah, on. Yeah, they got to fix the continuity. But I feel like there's enough time. If if Warlock isn't watching, Kirko is watching. Yeah, they need to fix the continuity, like, quickly. Because, like, because like Beast still running around. Like, Beast was just in handcuffs last week or two weeks ago. It's really starting to get confusing. I think by the end of it, it's going to be a clear timeline of, like, how everything goes. I feel like they know the timeline. Everything sits. They're just, like running through the stories real quick before they situate everything before since sinister. So like so I'm wondering like so like I think like like one thing I will say that the girls were sleuthing this week and the ex spoilers explaining like everything that's going on. Even with like the the one photo with Hope injecting the egg with DNA and it had the sinister diamond on it. I was just like, Jesus Christ, how we missed that detail. But, but it was on mm-hmm. there the whole time and we, I think we all just assumed or it's now a retcon thing that it only had that because they got it from Sinister. Right. 
Yeah. That's, it was just as us happening. Of course, Sister has his diamond every the fuck place. He loves a good branding moment. Uh, but it's it's more insidious now when you think about like he just replaced Charles Xavier. Right. And I wonder. Which why is Xavier acting like no one has done this before with his powers? Red Skull literally stole your brain, baby. Mm-hmm. He did this. This is the whole are we just pretending accidents didn't Sinister happen? Sinister tried it to did. do this before. I I, I, I really think that like the choir council needs to engage a policy about open openly using telepathy on each other because this really should not be happening the way it's happening. And and oh, the gag of it all is Destiny telling Mystique, okay, we gotta go now because the shit's about to blow. We gotta get the fuck about it. We, it's so sad that the party is over, baby. We, but gotta, we gotta go. <laughs> like like this like 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 like. Can we talk about Destiny as the queen of Irish goodbyes? Because she was like, I'm not okay, we did we had to do let's let's go. And Matika's like, what is going on? We got to go. And and Bay, let me tell you, that is love. Because if your man tell you we got to go, we got to go. Yeah. And you don't question it. You, like Mystique was like, okay, we out. Like, no explanation. I am uh, I, I th- that scene to me was they have a healthy relationship. That is proof. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. you, you tell me that we got to go, and you my man, and I know you love me. I turn about the yeah, This is it. And Mystique <laughs> clearly trusts Destiny's judgment. She was right, like, anything Destiny's down for, she's right behind us. And right. that's the type of that's the type of love we need to see more of. Yeah. Thinking of it, too, I don't think it's every genetic clones. I think literally they they would anticipate genetic meddling from Sinister. I think it's the most recent ones. I think it's literally everyone who died in that room. So it's Hope, Charles, um, Exodus, and Emma who are contained. Okay, I have a theory. I think it's everybody post um, Judgment Day. Because Sinister keeps talking about having to go back to having to avoid going back to Judgment Day. I think that's when he started executing his plan because he knew everybody was going to die or that people were going to have to die or be resurrected. And that was a good time to sneak in and do it because he was actually alive through the whole thing, strangely enough. And then he immediately sets a save point as soon as it's over. Yeah. So, like, something... There's some, there's some access point at Judgment Day that is important that he is trying to make sure that he doesn't have to go all the way that far back. Cause that's like that's like that's where he saved the game, I guess. I also peeped that he used Velocidod's power to speed age Amoira up to being active. Right. And Velocidad's power, if you guys don't know, is not super speed, but time manipulation. Right. But he just look the way he, he uses it, it makes it look like He's moving fast, but he's not. He's just pausing time or slowing down time so that your perception of him is that he's moving quickly, but time is just slowed for him. It just made it super speed. His power is a little too complicated, but we're, we we move. <laughs> he is a worse Tempest, basically. A worse Tempest. There's a hierarchy to that shit. At the top, Tempo. Right after that, Tempest. Um... Then you have Velocidad, and at the bottom you have Magic. Uh, well, all three. It's alternates. 
I give Magic a lot more because she can time travel. She doesn't manipulate time. I give Rachel the spot above Velocidot because she can chrono skim. I feel like chrono skim is more perceptive, though. I feel like that's like another version of, of psychometry. She can send her um, her mind through time mind. as well. That's the... I don't know. I feel like that's a little bit that's lower. That's how she did... Um, she sent Kate back in um, Days of Future Past. Unlike mm, the movie where it was fucking uh, Kitty Pride did that with Wolverine. How she did that. Okay, Phoebe Hollowell. I can have vision so powerful I've traveled through time with my mind. Mm. Oh, look at me. I want to fuck demons. To be fair, Cole was hot, though. Cole was hot, but the source? Mm. Cole as the source. Cole is Balthazar. Mm. You're you're a monster <laughs> fucker, and we know. Mm. We know. We know. That red and black dick hum up inside my virgin innocent hole. Mm. I feel like it was just all red. I don't feel like it was red and black. Maybe the tip. Mm. I would like to find out. If you write, you make fan art, please submit this to Henry's DMs oh immediately. God, fuck right about this all. Please send that to me. I would love that. See, this is why I vote, vote the, this, the biggest slut on this podcast because of statements like this. I'm still upset I lost. I'm so upset you lost too because you're really the slut. I really am. It's mystifying how, how y'all lost. Um, I'm happy I didn't win. Uh, I'm kind of tame by comparison. I didn't have the lowest body count of the entire council. Ooh. Um, okay. But we're working on it. We're working at it. Uh, great overall issue. Um, love it. Can't wait to see more. Can't wait to see what Storms and Colossus' issues have to offer. Um, I'm happy Magneto told a bunch of people that you shouldn't trust that white man over there because he will make a martyr out of all of you. Uh, and that's exactly the problem. Um, it's so interesting that this came out MLK Day week, you know? <laughs> Is that this, is that it's as if this issue wanted to directly address that uh, misconception about Xavier being MLK? Because Martin Luther King will look at what Charles Xavier does, call him fucking stupid. But I, I, I did I did appreciate the fact that like because I'm not like a, a complete Charles Xavier hater because like I, I think the thing that that to his strength is that like he is immensely flawed and his growth. Um, he's getting a little bit better at owning that he's flawed. I will say that, like, you know, he needs to work on especially with his child and work with, but like, he's more into his surrogate children than he is into his actual kids. But um, I did appreciate the narration of Charles's point of view about what he perceives of the world that he exists in and what he's done and not done. And also, the part that was really um, powerful was that, like, he is basically went into the minds of people who have access to nuclear weapons that they can't press the buttons to make sure that, like, you know, even if it comes down to nuclear war, I would never allow it to happen. Because I've already put, I've already put a, a, a psychic block in all their minds already. That is some powerful... That's some wild shit. 
But I think this is mm-hmm. like, you know, because I think the thing that, like, he's always worried about the abuse of power and the measure of what abuse looks like. And that's always um, different in Charles' eyes to person to person. That's like, people don't really talk about him is that, like, you know, everybody, he has different rules for everyone. And everybody, certain people allowed to give certain things, some people aren't. And the thing that, like, even him acknowledging that, like, Sinister was a means to an end, but a very, like, dangerous means to an end. He was a cancer. Uh, and the cancer is whiteness. <laughs> That's exactly what the, the thing that isn't being said is. You know, I said on the timeline that Emma Frost is Joan Didion. Um... And if you know anything about Joan Didion, she's really about, like, she was very wealthy. That woman had money. She would just say casually, like, she, oh, my luxury designer shoes I'm wearing. Um, and the same way Emma Frost would talk about her money as if it's a matter of her existence and not a matter of a flex. It's not a condition. It is what she is, money. Um, but at the same time, Joan Didion was deeply invested in leftist politics, anti-fascism, like was very heavily present during Angela Davis's trials and was like front and center every single goddamn day advocating for Angela Davis. Um, and she used her money to balance that out and to be able to speak on these issues because she's like, well, I'm rich enough. I have enough money that I can focus on these things and it won't interrupt my day. Whereas anyone else who tries to go similar uh, similar avenues to me, like, would not be able to. And she's also experienced grief and hardship throughout her life that makes her, when she talks about other people's plight, she's not talking, like, lip service. She's talking about, like, yeah, my daughter died from a random an act of randomness and while she was dying in a coma my husband died of a heart attack induced by the stress of watching that happen to our daughter or like i covered the um riots of the crack and drug epidemic in a period when no one had a name for it and i watched children in abysmal states of suffering that deeply rattled me to the point that i have shattered inward on in a thousand ways and i've described every single one of the shatterings and fragments in my heart and i still have not found every word possible for me to talk about it. Bad bitch. That's also what Emma Frost does. Um, the only difference is Emma Frost hates Sacramento. Emma Frost, hate, Emma Frost hates anything that uh, is cheap. Yes. And Sacramento is money cheap, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's wealthy cheap. It's not, it's not Manhattan. It'll never be. Who has not um, had, I think fundamentally that is what makes Emma better than Charles. Who has not had is uh, that Emma doesn't think she's better than anyone. Immortal X Men, Storm, Hope, uh-huh. Colossus, and Sinister. What'd you no, say? Who has not had spotlight issues of Immortal X Men yet? Storm, Colossus. I wanted Destiny Hat one. Um, Hope and Sinister? Hope Hat one. That's when she killed Celine. Uh uh-uh, uh, that wasn't a spotlight issue. It felt like it. She had a lot of internal monologues going on. Don't okay, that. well, maybe we'll count it. Or was that more like Exodus? Was that? No, Exodus issue was the judgment day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to say it's Colossus and Storm. Yeah, it's Colossus and Storms for me. Um, are the only two who haven't had one. And for obvious reason, I think we're going to get Storm right as the midst of Judgment Day. I mean, since the Sinister is going down, where she basically just goes, I told these motherfuckers not to trust them. 
I told these niggas not to let him in. I told them everything. And yet again, no one listens to me. <laughs> no one listens to Storm until they need me to destroy something. No one listens to Storm until they need me to do the thing that no one else here can do. I'm sick of it. <laughs> I'm going to Araka. Mama is always clocked in. Always. The Iraqi always listen to her without hesitation. They goes, we should consult Storm about this. Storm, what do you have to say? Should we kill someone? Should we hug it out? Or should we just slaughter the entire lot of them? And sometimes Storm will go, let's just let's just do a genocide. Yeah, let's just, you know. I can't wait for her to blow up a planet on Sins of Sinister. It's gonna be so fun. I'm I'm excited for Sins of Sinister. I wonder if uh, Apocalypse is gonna come back and be like, bitch, what is y'all doing? What is this? Not even looking at Charles, because you know Apocalypse don't respect Charles. He's like, where's Magneto at? Storm, what happened? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think he probably, I'm probably, he, probably poor, he probably poor 44 Magneto. He was like, yeah, that was a real one. He's like, nah, bring back Celine. We're going to do a whole external process. Magneto's coming back. Fuck them. Fuck them. Magneto <laughs> is now an external and move along. <laughs> To bring him back. We're, we need some conversations. I need to find out what the fuck is going on. Yeah, I, <laughs> Apocalypse I, is going to walk into the waiting room and be like, come here and pull Magneto back out. I'm going to show him a death seat in his chest. So, like, what books are going away? So, it's going to be Immortal X-Men becoming Immortal X-Men. Legion of X is going to become the Nightcrawlers. And X-Men Red becomes Storm. And the other books are still going to be ongoing while that's going on. Yeah, X-Force, Deadpool, Wolverine. I think Captain Britain is dropping next month. Yep, and uh, Bishop and the War College. I really think that this is going to be one of those failed moral timelines that is going to be retconned out, but we're going to see it play out like as if time still goes on. We're getting feats, yeah. We're getting feats here. We're getting storms. You guys want to see storm blow a planet up? Fine. We're gonna blow up a whole planet, <laughs> and it won't have any moral replica uh, repercussions at all. Which They're gonna fix like. it somehow, where like you know, someone catches it, catches the sinister virus, um, in the other mutants, and then they undo it all. Like like probably like within like a couple of issues. Probably I will say this: by the time we get to the Hellfire Gala, this all should be like undid and resolved. But I'm really wondering how this is one of just like look. I'm 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 really curious because like all the preview covers I've seen for this looks really good, mm-hmm. really good, and I I'm excited. I'm excited. Are, are they changing art art and writing teams or is it, or is everybody still staying on their respective books? I think largely it's keeping... the same teams. The big three. Yeah, we're keeping Hickman, Ewing, and I think Gillian's coming over. Hickman's not in there. Mm. You mean Spurrier, Gillian, and Ewing? Yeah. Mm. I'm excited. I am excited. I want to see... Like, okay, so what books are y'all looking forward to? All of them. I need to see what they're going to be about first. And I think we're waiting for that last drop of who the heart is. 
Even though I know in my chest is Mother Righteous. I know some people said it. it's probably Ruby Summers. Um, what, what's his name? Wheelchair X or One Wheelchair X? That's his name. Wheels yeah, Wheels of X did a really great thread about like about that or whatever, and he said the same thing where he thinks that it's like Mother Righteous, a hard sinister. Somebody also speculated that, that Mother Righteous was also Ruby Summers, but I thought like that was kind of a stretch. Yeah, that's that felt very stretchy. Yeah. Because she's never been affiliated with Magic, and that thing would just be like a, a name drop of like, we wanted to bring Ruby Summers in. But like, we're already bringing in the Rasputin, and I kind of prefer bringing in the Rasputin over <laughs> Ruby Summers. Yeah, like Rasputin with that girl. She slayed in like a page and a half. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, she just did. Because her personality type basically turns it into Buffy Summers. The thing was like, when, when every, and the thing like, no, no one really checks this. this I hate to really say this. Um, Rasputin is the most popular Rasputin because no one really checked for... I mean, that's that Magic and Colossus are not great or Macau, but when, when when Rasputin appeared in House of X before we knew who she was, everybody was like, who is this? Like, everybody wanted to know exactly who she was. Everyone thought it was like, is this like a child of like Colossus in the future? Like, this is kind of... It's something about this. It's it's because she's a she's a woman with a giant sword. That's why. Mm-hmm. Since times of old, we have loved women with giant swords. Like the Xena Warrior Princess Aesthetic always wins. It will always win. She is Xena Warrior Princess. Literally, down to the bone. She is the warrior queen, um, descendant of Russia. Um, I wonder if she has magic. Probably for magic. Magic. I need like the sword is all the magic you need. I need somebody to go through like a sense of sinister recap of the sense of sinister um, uh, things, the little sinister things that he was like doing. The little quips he had about like, I secretly did this. And I think they attached one of those to, he says, no, no, no. The council doesn't know uh, that the sinister they've been speaking to has already been replaced. Bless you. Bless you. Oh God, thank you. Ooh, that was, that was thank unheavenly. You, but- um, Even though like there's no one in the room with me, I covered. Yeah, people, I, people oh who don't elmo sneeze make me want to scream. It disgusts me. I had to talk to my niece about that because, like, listen, the worst thing you can do as a person is to sneeze and not cover your mouth with your with your elbow, not with your hands. You do right. this. My nephew the is worst. two, and he's still like, don't hold a knife, make a shield. He, he still sneezes out into like the open air and I'd be like oh god I cannot wait until you figure out sneezing to your elbow because right what helps is you just stare at them and you just maintain eye contact for 10 straight seconds every time that they do that Neji wants to say hi <laughs> hi Neji Neji is saying hi to y'all <laughs> Maybe I should get an animal. Nah, I don't want to pay animal deposits. Uh, so with that, we swing on over, but we kind of already swung over to our circuit party. Recreational poppers, because that's totally normal. Just don't take poppers in Viagra. You'll give yourself a heart attack. Um, so Showtime, why don't you introduce what this week's uh, Circuit Party is? What did we decide? <laughs> oh, I love that. No one's ready. No one's we ready. 
Okay. Yeah. I love that no one's ready. Wow. We didn't decide on what it was going to be before we started recording. I thought it was so easy to come up with circuit parties. Here we go. It's truly the easiest. It's as easy as Showtime is. I'm very easy, actually. <laughs> I can't talk again. I gave I gave up the first time for a McChicken. This is the truth. Bonte, you're back. Oh my god, <laughs> you're back. How was it? <laughs> Sensational. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Listeners will notice that Vontae disappeared for a period of time. I had to, a period I of time. Was busy figuring out some decorations for my room. Mm, that's what we're calling it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Decorate um, your room. Mm-hmm. Wow. Very, 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 very white. So you decorate the man cave. I love that for you. Decorate the man cave. Very white. Very white. Love that for you. Um, but we are professionals here, and we kept it going. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know what? My fault, Showtime. Why doesn't Vante tell us what is the circuit party for this week? <laughs> I mean, we went through like two different uh, options for that. I forgot. <laughs> Sorry. It was either who should replace Sinister on the Quiet Council or our predictions for the sins of Sinister. Um, well, didn't we kind of address that, that one with... Um... Who would replace Sinister on the Quiet Council in the show already? Oh, so were you? Did you keep your headphones in while you were redecorating your bedroom? So you were listening the entire time. Wow, I did. I did. I, <laughs> wow, way to be in the moment of moving was, furniture. I, yeah, I That's... Was, uh, yeah, we were moving lots of furniture. Um, Vontae was clocked in. I was. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's that work from home <laughs> etiquette right there. See? So, um, predictions for sins of sins. Do we want to do that? <laughs> I'm fine with that. Um, you know, I think we've accomplished the goal. Of predictions uh, so far, you may have missed it. We talked extensively about uh, what we expect to happen. Oh yeah. Um, again, I think Mother Righteous. I think Mother Righteous is the heart. Um, I think it only makes sense. The only other way this can be convoluted if they flip it and they go, actually, the spirit, the spirit of penance um, possessing Banshee is the sinister. I wouldn't hiding in plain sight. Because what's the spirit of penance? What's a demon if not a god waiting? You know? And what is a god but a story? Ooh, we're doing poetry. I love that. Actually, it was a quote from Moonlight. Vante knows something about poetry, doesn't he? 
making patterns using words, yeah, actions. Yeah, yeah, I know some <laughs> verbs like the word I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I know something about that. Yes, being you know, yes is an interjection. As is harder. I mean, but I get it though. I have I have fucked by with the podcast has been recording, so I get it. All of you have. All of Mama, you have. Well. I don't think Showtime has, but all of you. Mama, no. <laughs> <laughs> I have not had sexual intercourse or sexual interactions <laughs> while we were recording the podcast. Me either. You prompted the interaction in Showtime. I don't think you've ever actually yeah. done it. Not because no one comes recording. to your house. Oh, I have Correct. completely, I have no completely rolled, rolled a man's dick to completion while we have been recording. We know. I don't do that. Yes, he went completely silent. Actually, no, I think you t- you came off mute in the middle. <laughs> I think you came off mute, said something. I had to respond, but I was still like, I was on that meet. <laughs> that shit was kind of hot. Shout out to my ex. <laughs> Well, I'm professional, and I would never do something like that to any of you. Um, in fact, I'm virginal. I don't do that nasty stuff that you guys do. Know. I require. Bacon, yeah, I gotta pee. I'm strictly monogamous. I'm waiting until marriage. Bye, Kenya. Um, I know a lot of you f words. Bye, Kenya. I know a lot of you f words like to get down, and you're doing like disreputable things. But I think about the future of the gay rights movement, and I know that people died in March for me to have my right to marry, and I'm going to perform that. And I'm going to act diligently as if I lived. I lived in a good this Christian so household. Humble. What you knew is that you needed ten dollars for a medium sized pizza. <laughs> <laughs> So mean. That oh, was so it's mean. the funniest story. Christian Walker be up on grinder trying to get people to plow that pink snowfield, and I just Ugh. yuck. Um, okay, I can't lie. I want to be a fire wall for that just for shits and giggles. You want to? You want to be in the bedroom with Christian walk, Walker like, to see what like, really happens? Like, oh yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Yuck. I'm not my father's child. I'm not God. my father's child. I'm a good boy. I'm a good little boy. Yeah. He he definitely uses daddy in a weird way. Like, like he's into um stepdad porn on Pornhub. He always blinks thing. like his contacts are going dry. He blinks one eye at a time. <laughs> yeah, like, 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 like very weird. It's very like an Uncle Rock kind of situation. How are you off beat when blinking? Yeah. It's disturbing. Um, I think he watches those animated, like not hentai. I think like you know that uh creator on who's on Twitter who making those 1960s-esque animated porn cartoons. Mm-hmm. I think that number one benefactor is Christian Walker. Yeah. I love that. Um, okay, so what is the circle we discussing? Are um, we discussing? Uh, we, we are. I think it's a wrap. The circle party already flopped. I think we already discussed it <laughs> <laughs> at nauseum. Um, so I think 
Uh, the question next is Vontae, what's what's pop? What, what are you excited for for next week? Where's coming out? Let me get my leaves. Close your legs and marry men. Close your oh, legs and marry men. Oh, I don't have to have that, darling. They want to marry me afterwards. Oh my god, come on. Vontae said, My man, come has on, a Rashida, beard. you got to be loud. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we got um, Exterminators number five, Sabretooth and the Exiles number three, Sins of Sinister number one, and um, if we are going to cover it, Murder World Wolverine number one. I don't know who or what that is. I will not be reading it. I wasn't going to die. There's, a, mur- there's a Murder World series going on with a bunch of Murder World books focused um, with Arcade and a whole bunch of like other uh I won't say brands, but other like groups in the Marvel universe. It's not an X Men related thing. I don't think. I think. It's, it's, I think it's just an arcade thing. But there's, there's a Spider Man one too, and another one that's that's coming out. Um, I think I might pick up the Wolverine one because all the Wolverines are in it. Um, so I'm more like looking to see them than their dad. But I don't know. It just depends. You always show up for Dakin. Oh, I'm sorry. We're not calling thing. that thing. Fong. Specifically Fong. I think he's pronounced his name Fong. Fong. How do you think that? Like, who told you that? <laughs> it's just me assuming because it's a double entendre. Like, his name... I think they chose the name because his old name was had to have the kind of Japanese oh, meaning to it. But they didn't like it because it was you know, people... You know, AAPI representation. Um, it's a slur, so you really shouldn't call him that. Um Bang. He said they well Marvel Marvel Bang called him that. And I think the, I, I'm just going with the Bang name scheme. Is, is a slur? No, Doctor oh, is. Shit. It means mongrel, but specifically it means like a half breed. Oh it's a slur. <laughs> he's Japanese, right? He's Japanese and white. Yeah. Yeah, that's why he's experiencing racism. Um and that's why they call yeah, him the mongrel. Like, they was, don't, they don't really like half was... lose that much. Mm-hmm. They really don't. Ooh, child. I think they watched Kill Bill and saw Lucy Liu's characters and went, we should do that. That's the yeah, dynamic that we want. Oh, that's who Keanu Reeves can play. Keanu Reeves can play Akihiro. Is he too old for that now? Yeah. I don't think he is. I think literally the byproduct of... Uh, Akihiro being immortal. Like, he was born in the 1920s, wasn't he? He can look any age he wants to. Truth be told, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Logan and Akihiro look relatively the same age. Okay, can, 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 I, can, I, just, can I just put this bug in our ear? Can we do a, can we do a um, casting X-Men movie with only porn stars? <gasps> oh. You said with only yeah. fan stars? We need to do some homework, but I'm, I'm okay with that for next week. I mean, I, yeah, I you, but like in the in the future, at some point, I think that would be fun. We will literally do this next week. This is next week's circuit party. I'm putting it in. I'm putting in a ticket. This is so next week's. So everyone, scroll through your old or subscriptions. Any, or any porn star you can think of, straight or gay. I have a few. I think it's funnier if it's gay. Okay, you want to do gay only? I don't know how to cast the women because, you know, 
Because do you know any female yes, porn stars? No. Outside Lexus, Texas. Janet Jackney, Ebony A. I feel like Lexus, Texas and Pinky is cheating. Um, Couldn't uh, name a single one. Heather Hunter, um, Vanessa Del Rio, um, Pinky, of course. Um, Heather, well, not Heather Hunter. What's that? With, uh, Superhead, Corinne Stephens. Um, who else? Um, oh, Superhead of Siren, period. Oh, um, um, uh, the Cop Destroyers. They could be yeah. a favorite. <laughs> well, the Cockney Stores already got a role. They're playing the Sisters Mastermind. So oh that's set already. <laughs> but definitely, I'm shooting off. I think Lexus Texas, uh, not Lexus Texas, Superhead. I think we should reserve her for a more distinguished role. I think Storm. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> She's giving Selene. Mm, mm, yes, yes. You know, we can, this, this could be a bright conversation. This could be really diversified. I'm really happy we're starting on this. I think this is academically meritable, you know? Oh yeah, so we're looking forward to those books. Are there any books you're excited about reading right now? Because I'm excited to read Victor Lavelle's Destroyer. Um, um, after Super T- Sabretooth and the X-Men, I'm really excited to check out a lot of Victor Lavelle's other work outside of the, the Marvel books. I've been wanting to read more indie books because I find myself getting upset with fan discourse on Twitter and on social media. And I think if I focus more on non big two books in my discourse and just having conversations, observations, people are less inclined to take it personally. The girls are already being mad about Eve Ewing writing the Black Panther book after John Ridley. And we've literally only gotten a cover. We don't have a solicit. We don't have shit else. Plus, Eve Ewing is good at writing. Right. Like, that's... They're talking about we're going to boycott it because it's going to be this, that, and the third. We don't even know what's going to be in it because, A, it has not come out. B, we might actually get gentle representation. We, we don't even have a solicit. <laughs> All we have is the cover with her name on it. That's it. How are you hating from outside the solicits? You haven't even pre-ordered the book. Right. Fuck out of here. See, that's why Eve did it on Twitter. Now y'all can't get at her. Um, and y'all don't know, and y'all can't get into the black nerd problems this court to even get at her. I've so, really, really enjoyed um, Lazarus Planet so far. Wait, Wait, that, mm. You know what we're enjoying? Dark Knights of Steel. Love that for y'all. Um, oh Moon Knight is also good. Do you ever get fasted by your ability to say, I'm not reading something just because I don't want to, no matter the fact that I know it's a good book, and now because I said I can't, I'm not going to read it, I'm, I can't read it? Does that ever bother you? No. You know, that's crazy because it's like... You made a judgment call on the spot, and then because you said it, you stuck with it. I'm just Steve, saying that. Steven, it's a lost cause at this point. It's just me and you. <laughs> it's just us. Having fun. Exactly. Are you going to try to convince uh, Henry to read The Eternals? Henry's going to read it eventually. Henry's already said, I'm going to check it out. <laughs> Henry typically comes around. Like, Henry read an Eternals book. Do you, do you forget that? <laughs> Henry read Eternals books and said, oh, that's interesting. Henry is just looking Henry at the camera. Henry is capable of change. Everybody's face right now is really funny to me. Bobby just like, they showed up just like, I'm still not reading it. And I say, no. I say. <laughs> no time just does not want me to be happy. 
Uh, no one sung me happy birthday. Um, I told you, I, I just don't feel the free. love. I'm not feeling the brotherhood here. I don't sing for free. That's that church trauma. Mm. Um, Shazam, <laughs> the little mini series Shazam with uh, Mary was was cute. That's all I got. Um, yeah, that's it. I need Christopher Priest to, to get off this Black Adam book now. <laughs> now. Now. I don't dislike Go. it, but his dialogue for um, Malik is really... It's so... It's, it's the so, Malik of it all. That's what's pissing it's me so off. Weird. It's, it's so like weird. Googled, it's, it's corny. It's like Google Black slang took a few bits and then put it in the damn book. It's giving Jeff Thorne. And Jeff Thorne, they said they wanted Jeff Thorne to write an X-Men No, book. thank you. Absolutely. There's a petition going around. Keep it. Damn. I, my roommate said that, and I had to say, you know, people like him. No. People sure do enjoy his writing. I don't know why. It was wild. I know... I know that, um, you know, it's just not in my taste. Um, I like flavor. Even a little salt and pepper. Because um, sometimes if you got good meat. And, you know, that whole bit, this whole bit in Immortal X-Men was literally referencing G.F. Thorne's comments. So, yeah. <laughs> the reason why Xavier is wrong is the reason why he's wrong. And I don't think we would enjoy a book like that. <laughs> um he likes science, so I think he he should stick with the science books he's writing, and good for him. Flawed by Chuck Brown actually is a really good one. Chuck, I've um, been DC too long. When you said Chuck Brown, I was like, Chuck Brown wrote a book. <laughs> I think his name is uh, Charles Brown, actually. And nope, he goes by Chuck Brown. Sorry. And, you know, I'm going to start reading Lazarus Planet because I want to check out this We Once Were Gods. Because um, I feel like they're saying we were kings, and I feel like that's a little appropriative. Um, so I need to check it out. I mean, it's applicable. Um, they finally made Mercy into a robot. Hmm. Magically turned her into a robot. Um, oh, so she's a golem. Power Girl and Supergirl are now telepaths. Ooh. Because we know Kryptonians are telekinetic. Well, Superman can, like, teleport now. I know. I'm disinterested. Um, I like his costume. I will say that. His new costume, that all white with the burning yellow. That say something, Vontae? Is that... Wait, are you talking about um, Clark or are you talking about his son, Jonathan? Clark. Um, they show this list. They show the preview of his new costume, and it was like I like I liked it. Doctor Strange is rolling the eyes again. Rolling the eyes. Rolling the eyes. I'm talking to Nothing you. <laughs> you know who I was rolling my eyes at. I'm talking to the wind peasant oh, Dante. Bitch, don't ever. Don't ever. Don't ever. We don't do peasants. You know, been damn well. This is royalty over here. You don't do manual labor? So you just say you weren't moving furniture? 
20 minutes ago. I don't ago. know why you feel the need to come for me, but, you know, wrong road, bitch. Wrong road. <laughs> I'm an affluent driver, baby. I drive real oh, well. Yeah. Any terrain. Yeah. I'm a Ford Focus. To Let's a go. bathhouse to spend $30 um, But on that hour. note, I think we're out of time. Thank you guys so much for stopping by another episode of KRKA Radio. I am one of your hosts, Black Words, Stephen Underwood, scribe of the table dust, he who shall not be cut, indestructible and indescribable. Um, well, please come what back next week about, where we will uh, be um, reviewing. What'd you say? I'm sorry, sweetie. <laughs> You heard me. Nothing? Okay. Um, any last words, babies? Baggage. Baggage.